you guys we are super excited to be back today welcome to survivors of addiction podcast this is brandon or coming to you from bright sunny rainy sometimes snowy medford oregon yes and i'm here with always christy lashober and always up to the side of us stephanie mendenhall man what a great day this has been so far you guys beautiful well um i gotta tell you guys i'm super excited about a bunch of things going on that we have um in our organization um i really appreciate Everybody that's listening out there, you guys, um, today is going to be a super, 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 it's going to be heartfelt. It's going to, it's going to take you back a little bit. It's going to, it's going to make you feel uncomfortable, but it's super important. Today, we are going to talk about forgiveness Mm. and why is it so hard? Why is it so important? Why is it something that just has to be done? And why do we have to? Right? Why, why do we have to? Hmm. You know? I think we'll find that out. We're going to get into that. Yeah. So I just, I want to say, you guys, that forgiveness is a big, big part of recovery for Brandon anyway. Um, and I only speak for myself on this, but forgiveness is not easy. Forgiveness is difficult at times, um, but it's rewarding. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it, it can consume you, you know, like I've had, I, I've had it to where when I look at somebody and I'm a little frustrated and I'm like, man, I'm really freaking mad at this person. You know what I mean? Um, all that did was build up animosity and resentments and it, 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 it took an evil in me, you know, like, and I didn't like that. And, and I didn't realize that that was consuming my life. And it robs your joy. <sighs> I have so it? much joy now. Yeah. 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 It, it, it literally takes it out of you because yeah. now you're just putting a bunch of your effort into what's the word I'm looking for here. Help me out here. Mm. What's the word? It puts you into like a in like a restricted mode. Like you're unable to give yourself up. You're unable to be yourself. You can't do that because it consumes you. Yes. It consumes you. Like it's it, it takes, does oh, it sorry. does it doesn't. I'm, it's all right. It doesn't feel good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like holding on to that shit doesn't feel good. It Let takes it, up a lot of space in your head. Right. And letting resentment. go of it. Yeah. Resentment. Damn, that's the one I yes. think I was looking for too. Was resentment. <laughs> Good job, Chrissy. Finally got it. Whoop. That's why I muck with you. That's why I muck with you. But, but wait, Brandon, I have a question first. I I was going to get the red cupcake at, out of the fridge today because I saved it for today prior nah, to this man. podcast, and nah. I can't find it. Yeah, and I think I see a little bit of chocolate on your face. Well, I got to tell you, like, carbs are energy. <laughs> I had to go to the gym, bro. You know Wait, I mean? so you ate my red velvet cupcake? I didn't see your name on it. Oh, man. Everyone knows that that's what I eat right before a podcast. Uh, I see a lot of yogurt. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I forgive you. Do you? Mm-hmm. Well, I apologize. <laughs> so I'll have two next week? That's probably not going to happen. <laughs> I'll be bringing in a crumble cookie. Crumble okay. cookie. Yes. <laughs> I've heard about those. Oh my gosh, you guys, let's not get into that. It's a whole nother episode right there. So a little bit, you guys, um, it's important in early recovery to really take your time with this one. This is nothing you want to jump right into. Forgiveness is something you don't just, oh, I've got 10 days clean. I better go make amends to everybody. No, this takes a lot of thought. You can't just walk up. Hey, Christy, sorry for the things that I did to you in my past because this is something you have to work towards. This is something you have to find within deep because I find that I find it like this. Christy, I'm sorry. Well, to me, that, that, that is an apology. 
there is forgiveness in there, but I didn't feel a lot of heart in that. Yeah, and it's very emotional. Yeah, I remember walking into one of my meetings, and this is a brand new thought. I remember walking into one of my meetings that I was going to in early recovery, and I seen a couple people there that I didn't, I wasn't good with on the outs. Mm. I wasn't good with on the streets when I was using, you know what I mean? And and I wanted to walk up to say, hey, you know, can we put this shit behind us? But like I said, I was in early recovery, so I still had that street code, you know? So I wanted to hold on to that shit a little longer, you know, and just keep that. Well, once I finally got my sponsor and we started working through some stuff and making amends and stuff, like I kept seeing those two individuals at meetings all the time and different meetings. And, you know, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, man, what these guys did to me on the streets shouldn't freaking matter if they're trying to better their lives, if they're trying to stay clean. Maybe this is somebody I actually need to walk up Mm. to and and say, hey, dude, bottom of my heart, can we take you to coffee? I'd like to have a conversation with you, you know, and really get to the meat and taters of it because like an apology can go so many ways. And that takes a lot of effort, really. And it takes effort of you getting out of yourself to say, you know what, I don't want to have that resentment anymore. Right, right. And, And I wonder what they're thinking about what you did to them on the street. Uh, and I, I was just got so that, that. So that's a beautiful part of the story that I'm mean, thank you. Because yeah. as we were talking, um, I, I didn't talk to the second individual, but I did talk to the first individual. Um, the second one, um, I don't know where he's at anymore. I didn't see him. But by the time I got to this one, we went out, we had a talk, we had a conversation, we had lunch. Um, and I didn't realize what I had done to him. Mm-hmm. We were having this conversation. And I'm like, bro, like, a, like, I forgive you for the things that you've done for me. He goes, <laughs> you forgive me? Yeah. Did you not realize what the hell you did to me? Wow. I wasn't looking at it like that, yeah. man. I was it's all me, 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 mm. me, 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 me. So, but we got down, point of the story is we got down to the, to the grassroots of it, dude. And we both realized mm. that what we both did, we both messed up. We both made a mistake. Which usually is the way it is. It's usually it, not one-sided. It really is. And, right. and, and, that dude's my friend right now. Mm, that dude's my friend awesome. right now. Like, that's my guy. Like, that's... Wow. I'll go ahead and say it. Marcus, you're my dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we, like, you know, like, these are just the things that we do, you yeah. know? Like, these, these are really, 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 really important. Mm-hmm. So, like, as we get into this, I just, I don't know how long the episode's going to be, how long it's, how short it's going to be, but I do know that I want to talk a little bit. Of it. Like, Christy... Hmm. How has forgiveness, what has forgiveness done in your life? How has forgiveness changed? What does forgiveness mean to you? How has it impacted your life and and why? I've learned that um, in order for me to forgive, that allows me to, like I said a little bit earlier, be peaceful, have joy. Like I get to forgive. I don't need to hang on to it because it's way more important for me instead of being right or instead of being um, entitled. Right. I get. I want to be happy. It's really important for for me to have peace in my heart, to have compassion for others, to be empowered, to say, you know what, I don't, you know, I don't think forgiveness means that what people did is okay or what I did was okay. It just says, you know what, let's have a current relationship. And you can decide from that moment on, is this someone that I still want in my life? I don't need to hang on to anger and hatred and judgment. I can let that go. Because that's what we feel. Right. And it doesn't feel good. You know, and a lot of times (laughs) I think we're, we're used to having that angst in our bodies. But since I've been sober and coming out of prison, I don't like it in my body at all. Right. So I get to decide, do I want it or not? And I can forgive or not. 
And how has that worked for you? It's been amazing. Yeah? Yeah. And see, one one of the other things is a lot of people don't live like that. So I, I've learned to not feel the need to tell people what I'm doing and just kind of um, live my life in a way that's of forgiveness. Because other people will say, why are you forgiving them? Look what they did to you. Oh, man. You know, so that's in the... In the beginning, I'd be like, yeah, why am I forgiving them? But now it's like, you know what? I get to do that, and I don't have to tell anyone what I'm doing. I can live the way that is the, the best for myself, and that's empowering. You said something beautiful in there, and thank you for sharing that with us. Yes, because nobody has to know that. Like, So like that story I just told you. Right. Like everybody on the streets knew about me and this dude's beef. Mm. We, they knew about it. Yeah. They knew. But like I didn't go shout out in a meeting Hey yo, we're gonna go forgive each other right now. Like, <laughs> I think I think I'm gonna go. Step, can you? you know what I mean, no, I did it for just me and him. Yeah, and different know? people are on different journeys. So, so they may not be at that level to forgive yet. They may already, you know, still have a bunch of, you know, hatred or anger in their heart that they haven't worked out. That doesn't mean they're not going to. But right now, they're just not there. Right. Right. And. <sighs> How beautiful is that? Like, as you're talking, I'm thinking about old scenarios. I'm thinking about things that I haven't even thought about. So thank Mm -hmm. you. Like, you're Mm -hmm. absolutely correct. This is why I love this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Like, whoa, my brain is thinking. (laughs) Oh, no. Watch out. Yeah, dude. And it's (laughs) Move on over. (laughs) (laughs) How how does forgiveness give you empowerment? Well, because um, it creates a space where I get to decide how I want to live, what's best for me, what relationships I want to have, what relationships I don't want to have, what's important to me. You know, I lived a lot of my life with other people telling me what's important, and I would just kind of go for it so I didn't have to take responsibility. You know, and looking back, I see that now, that I allowed people to dictate what was important or not. Right. Right. So if they said, why are you forgiving them? Don't you know they're using you or whatever it is? I would acquiesce to that. But now I can say. Whoa, 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 (laughs) whoa. I like that word. (laughs) Can you repeat that for me, dude? Acquiesce. Acquiesce. Can you? I don't know what that is. I feel like you just made something up in front of me here, dude. (laughs) I don't know the exact definition, but it means I will do what you want me to do. Okay. I can work with that. So I need to write that down, Stephanie, tonight so I can look that up and try to use that in some of my new vocabulary for my vernacular. Please and thank you. I'm taking note. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. So empowerment means that I get to live the way I want to live. What's best for Christy? I love that. Thank you. And the reason I asked you to share that is because I feel like that's super important. Very. Like if our viewers catch anything from us, like, of course, compassion, acceptance, and freedom, we know those things. But how does forgiveness, how can it empower you? It can Mm -hmm. release you. It gives you your power back. And compassion is like just the story that you had said that you talked to Marcus and said, okay, I forgive you. And he's like, whoa, whoa, wait a second. What about what you did? And then, you know, it takes you a minute to say, oh, yeah, I guess I did that too. And then so that's when the, you know, hard heart just melts. And then you can just go on with your life, you know. And compassion and empathy because that's harder to open your heart and be vulnerable instead of just like, you know, saying Uh, And especially when you've been, for me, for instance, like being vulnerable was not an option. Like I I had my walls up. I had, you know what I mean? So letting those down is a bit, is that's big, dude. Yes. And the fact too, that you, like if someone like you 
is vulnerable and someone sees you doing that and they admire you, they see your sobriety and think, maybe I can do that. Maybe I won't look stupid if I, you know, say something that's perceived weak but really is just vulnerable and truthful. Right. Yeah. That was so freaking good. <laughs> I, I just love you, Chrissy, to death. Oh, and, I, and I love, I love, I love your you examples too. there. That, that really means a lot to me. Thank you. And I really just want to put this out there as well for those in early recovery. Like, it's not going to be easy for you to walk up to somebody, and th- especially somebody that you have wronged, and walk up and ask for their forgiveness. So... I want you to envision this. Like when you're walking in wherever you're at, it could be a McDonald's, it could be the 12-step rooms, it could be Recovery Cafe. If you walk in there and you see somebody that you have wronged and you're in early recovery and you walk up and you want to forgive them or you want to ask for forgiveness, Mm -hmm. okay? Yeah. And they deny you forgiveness, remember that you have a lot of work still to do. And they don't even know if they should forgive you yet because you still have a lot to prove. So don't take that as a negative. Take that as an inspiration to yourself to continue to move forward, do the work you need to do, and walk back up to them in a couple months and see what happens again. And that's why it's so good to run things by somebody else that maybe has some more time or that's not as emotionally involved. So you can say, hey, I want to, you know, I want to talk to this guy and then so your mentor or sponsor or someone can say hey wait so let's let let's, let's um, run plant, through this right let's fast. run this yeah <laughs> right. exactly exactly yeah. and that way so you know it's a vulnerable thing to walk up to somebody else and if they don't forgive you even though it's about you it's still good to have someone else kind of exactly that you. Yeah. you know Chrissy another great point ding 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 right there it's Woo-hoo. it's <laughs> it's it's if you don't know ask somebody yeah. you know we can't like I I didn't get clean on my own. Right. And when I was using, I was making horrible decisions. Yes. So when you get clean, they ha- they ask for three commitments, right? Service work. Yep. Get a sponsor. Do the steps, right? My right. thought was, okay, there's a reason why those are there. Mm-hmm. There's a reason. Because obviously my decision making in the last 20 years has always been shit and nil at best. So <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Maybe shit that's why that, shit and nil <laughs> as nil. best. Yes. So it's like in, rea- in reality, it's like you're supposed to ask somebody to walk alongside you. You're yes. supposed to ask somebody for their opinion. You're supposed to ask somebody, hey, what do you think about this? Somebody that has more time than you that has what you want and you hear that their communication is well-spoken. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. like listen for that person in the, in the meeting that's speaking real well. Walk up to them. Talk to them. Say, hey, that's if you don't have a sponsor. Walk up to him and say, hey, I have a situation and I was wondering if I can get some advice. That's great. You know? Yeah. And, and that's that's the best way. Yes. And that's that's going to formulate a, a, a relationship. And that breeds connection, a which we're all meant to for. to the men. It doesn't mean you're weak or you don't know what to do. All that means is that, hey, we are supposed to walk with each other through life. And so I help you, you help me, and kumbaya. The old back scratchy, scratchy. (laughs) Back scratchy, scratchy. The old, you scratch mine, I scratch yours. Um, No, but you guys, ladies and gentlemen, I just really wanted to put that out there, especially for for you guys in early recovery. Like, before you make a decision, think about it and then ask somebody. Because I'm willing to bet my left leg that somebody's already went through that. Yes. You know, and it's just like, hey, Brandon, how did you get clean? Let me show you. Hey, Brandon, how did you learn to forgive? Come on, let me show you. Those are the kinds of things that we need. This is why this is important. 
And then I was wondering, is that the same thing that you feel when when you ask for forgiveness? Do you feel um, empowered and does it give you also a sense of freedom? Yes and no. Um, a sense of freedom, yes. Empowerment, not really, because I feel weak at the time. You know, maybe when it's done and as I look back, yeah, absolutely. I feel better. Yeah. I feel better. And that's why I asked you about empowerment because I don't know if that felt right for me. Mm. Because when I did something, it was horrible. Mm. So it took a lot more than just asking for forgiveness to make me feel better. Like I had to not just forgive them, but I had to repay them somehow. Yeah. I had to give a little bit more of myself before I even felt good about the situation. So it's a big humble situation. Oh, that slice of humble pie Oh, Yes. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it's probably overcooked and burnt too in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. So then, then what has forgiveness done for for you, Brandon? <sighs> forgiveness for me is is a big one. When we made these topics, and I wrote this down as one of them, I knew that it was going to be a big one for me to even talk about. I'm getting hot in this room right now. Mm-hmm. But in my addiction, I was left with a lot of guilt and shame. Yes. And forgiveness was a way for me to release that guilt and shame. Mm. Um, Like I said, I didn't feel empowered, but I definitely didn't feel as guilty as I did during the situation. Is is that because you let a lot of that go? It's because I was a drug addict that made stupid ass decisions, man. And when I did something, I went super hard at it. Like there was no like... There was no, ah, we'll go about 50% today. No, yeah. dude, when I did it, it was ridiculous, yes. you know? And and some of those things I still, you guys, I still have a lot of amends that I need to make. I'll go ahead and admit that on air. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I have 20-some years of addiction, and yeah. I've only got, by the 25th of this month, I'll have four years clean. But it's like, yeah. I got a lot of work to do. But release, but like... Forgiveness has like allowed me to get way outside of my comfort zone. It allowed me to release guilt and shame it's allowed me to uh, amends have been made i feel good about those Mm. i built relationships behind forgiveness relationships that i really thought that i lost forever wow you know relationships that when i look back you know like childhood relationships you grow up you mess some shit up in your life you don't think you're going to get your friend back yeah well i've gained a few of them back wow you know and that's the beauty of it, yeah, you know, that's like not, I, I, I'm going to let you guys know right now that it's not all peaches and cream when you forget when when you when you're going to ask for forgiveness. It's not always going to be pleasant. It's I've had, hard. Yeah, I've had a lot of people tell me get get effed, mm. get effed, dude. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, you know, and that's their stuff. But guess what? I got to do what? I got to voice my forgiveness. Yes. I got to look him dead in his eye and say I'm sorry. Mm. Whether how he receives it is on him. Yes, that's, that's on that's on that person. Absolutely, because now I. Have done my work. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. And what is that called? Accountability. Yes. To myself. That's allowed me to become accountable with myself. And that's empowering. Bro, you ain't even lying. So it's like <laughs> when you think about it, when you think about it, right? Like I'm going to go back to when I was a kid and doing all these dumbass things that I still can't believe I did and having to make up for those today. Yeah. You know, nobody ever told me that that apologizing wasn't weak. Right. You know, nobody told me that it was okay to be weak. Nobody told me that it's okay to feel uncomfortable. You know, I was taught control. Mm. Control yourself. Yeah. You know, like, don't be a pussy. 
Don't admit. Don't admit. You know, don't tell. You're a snitch. And that's just not how it is, dude. Like, that's not the life that I get to li- that I get to live, lead, and have today. Right. You know? Which is beautiful. Oh, it's so damn beautiful, yeah. dude. Like, my life is so damn good. Yeah. And it really started with this one thing down here I have. It's accountability. Yes. You know, like, holding yourself accountable. Like... I, I can't I can't express how much my life has changed, not only because of recovery, but because of the tools within recovery, such as one of them being forgiveness. Yes, you know, like mm-hmm. it's it's it, it's a it's like the hammer in your bag. I would say, you know, you got your tools, but the hammer's the one everybody use. Everybody knows the hammer. Everybody knows the hammer, but not everybody knows how to use it. Yeah. Not everybody knows how to use it. Mm-hmm. You have to be taught to how to swing a hammer. You mm-hmm. really do. You can grab the handle, but there's a way to do it. Yeah. And I didn't know how to forgive. Yeah. I didn't know how to ask for forgiveness. Or if you should. Ooh, that's another one. Should I? Should, is it a good idea to do this right now? Yeah. I don't know, man. And, and you're right. Those are, those are decisions that have to be made. Mm-hmm. So when I was in prison, I got a letter from my stepmom. And um, I read the letter, and her and I have had a very tumultuous re- relationship. I know that word. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that word. Oh, good. <laughs> that one's on check, okay? <laughs> oh, anyway, so um, I read this letter, and I got really angry. I was pissed. Why? Well, because she had talked about her travels in different parts of country, in in different countries, and all these great things she was doing while I was sitting in prison. While you were in the feds. Yeah, so I was pissed. And so I had said to one of my friends that I was in this program with, I, I, I said, read this letter. And tell me what you think. And so she read the letter, and I sat right next to her. And she looked up at me and said, so do you want my honest opinion? Uh, <laughs> you know it's know. going sideways then, right? <laughs> and so I said, yeah, I do. And she said, I thought this was a really nice letter. And I w- was shocked. I said, why? I said, I'm in prison, and she's talking about traveling. And she said, yeah, but she knows that that's what you love. So she's trying to connect with you on a different level. And I thought— Okay. And since I had been working on myself, really trying to do like what we talked about, you know, I want to be happy and joyful. So I'm, you know, I'm not my old way of like, I don't care. You know, I I, I wanted to accept that. So I, but, so I had to ask some more questions, you know. And so um, she said, I think I know why you don't like her or why why you have a hard relationship. And I <laughs> said, and then, yeah, she goes, okay, so do you want to hear, which I appreciate when someone asks you, you know, do you want to hear? And I said, yeah, I want to hear. And she said, I think in the past you always felt like um, you couldn't be you. Um, but then she could do whatever she wanted. She can be free. She had this <laughs> right. personality that was free and bubbly and vivacious, and and you couldn't do that because you were so restricted on people-pleasing ah. for your father and for people around her and you. And I said, oh, I just took a deep breath, and I said, that's true. I can see that. And she said, I would write her a letter back. Just think about that. Think about what— and we and, and that's like what what we had said, Brandon. That I have to look at my position in this relationship. Right, right. Well, I didn't have to, but I got to in order to have a current relationship with her. I was going to be getting out in a few months, and I thought, you know, she's really the only relationship that I wasn't super happy with. So I get to decide and have a current relationship with her. So I went back to my cell. 
Can I ask you something? Yeah. Real quick, and I apologize because this is a beautiful story. Um, what made you so mad about that letter? What made you so mad? Because she was in Italy and I was in federal prison. So who, who, who whose <laughs> was fault was jealous. that? <laughs> who asked you, Brandon? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I super was curious. jealous. I get, okay, yeah, perfect. There I it was is. Jealous. There it is. There it is. Totally jealous. And and that was not a that was not the first time that I felt like that. You know, especially with a father who was your person and then right, through divorce right. and then this new person, you're like, "Hey, wait a second. You know? So mm-hmm. yeah, and I didn't address that and you couple that with addiction, it just gets bigger and deeper and, and harder bitter, and right. bitter. Yeah. So I could have kept that going, um, but I appreciate the friend that, that told me my that truth, and I appreciate the fact that I even said, read this letter. Because I've never asked anyone to read a letter before, so right. I, I wanted to have a better relationship. I wanted to see what my part was in it, and I got to see that. And... Did you forgive? Well, so I, where's yeah. the forgiveness in that? <laughs> oh, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, no. I, fe- I still feel like you're trying to steer away from this one, Christy. I ain't no, letting okay, it go, listen, girl. I'll tell you. So I went back to my cell and I wrote a letter. And I started okay. out with that says, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for um, the things that I have said, for the things that I've done. I'm sorry that I'm in prison. I'm sorry that I embarrassed our family. I just went down the list of everything wow. that I did. And I... I got really emotional, and it was awkward because I had been holding on to that for many years, 20 years. Okay. And so I let all of that go, and I said, I I, I just want to have a current relationship with you. Beautiful. So when I get out, if we can do that, I would really appreciate that. Sent the letter. I immediately got a letter back that said, thank you. I love you. I want a current relationship with you, too. I am sorry for the things that I said, the things that I did. So when you get out, let's let's work on that. And And that's what we've been doing really ever since, despite other people that may not think that that was a good idea or that may be cautious, like we talked about earlier when we say, right. you know, it doesn't have to— it, Everybody doesn't have to agree with it, and it, and um, in doing so, in empowering myself and um, having this um, current relationship, and I say that because that doesn't negate things in the past that I did or that she did or said. It just says, "Hey, I'm I, I'm um, I'm starting right now as a mature, right now. Um, different." Starting over, starting over, starting yeah, fresh. Starting fresh. And what a great way, especially if the other person wants to do that too. It's been the most beautiful, loving, emotional, um, just a beautiful relationship for me as an adult. And I, and I, that's why I talk about it because I want people to know that it's possible. And I so appreciate the fact that someone said that to me and that someone responded in the way that they did. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Because there's a lot. There's a lot of really, really good stuff in there. Um, do you? It's question time. Yeah. So, do you feel like what made you realize that the relationship between you and your stepmother, yeah, mm-hmm. was supposed to be a beautiful thing, and you allowed it not to be? Well, because. Because I was in addiction, I was not connected to myself. I talk about that a lot. Like, I I was jealous, and I was okay. pissed, and, but I didn't really know or think that I had—that that I could 
feel all those feelings because right. I'm not good with feelings. So I just didn't like the way she this A, B, C, D, E. And so be, because if I'm going to people please and if I'm going to please, you know, my mother, you know, or other people in my family, then I'm not going to um, do the things that maybe she felt free to do. Right. Hmm. So I was not happy with it. My dad really wanted us to have a good relationship, and and it just, I I didn't let go. Well, he's smiling now. Yeah, for sure. You and know. now I can let go, totally, a hundred percent, let go and let beauty in, and 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 what a gift to myself. And it wasn't an accident, right? No, not like, at all. You, what a beautiful, beautiful story of forgiveness. Mm, like I love you. that. Yeah. yeah. And there's just so many questions, like. Like if I was you, like yeah. if I was Chrissy, like there's so many questions I, I'm sure you're asking yourself even like, man, I wonder what it would have been like or man, I wonder what if or man, what if I would adjust, you know? Yeah, and I no longer do that so much because right. because of where I am in my maturity level. And Don't my you shit on me. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And and the other person too, the you know, the place that they're in, the environment that they've been in, the hurts and trauma that they've had too. There's timing. I, I believe God's timing is so perfect to come Absolutely. together to say this is the correct timing and it's magnificent. Right. Yeah. So, <sighs> which allows me to be more quick and free to forgive Absolutely. other people. And that doesn't mean if this person said, I don't want you in my life or you're a jerk or whatever, that didn't mean that I'm still going to like beg to be in that relationship. That just right, meant that right. I'm going to let that go. Yep. And it is what it is and move, move on to and, another relationship. And if it's supposed to be, it'll be. Yeah, and I you think know? we know in our hearts if it's supposed to be or not. Right. And it's, right? What do you think? No, you, you absolutely do. It's kind of like going back to that story. It's like you walk in, you see him. You're like, shit, is he going to accept it? Is this person going to yeah. accept it, my mm-hmm. apology, or not? But you can look, and, but it's up to you, dude. Like, for me, you just walk, you know, you just got to pull your big boy pants up and you just one leg at a time and just go over and you got to make that amends. Yeah. And you know, know, like you had said at the end, it was, it's accountability. Right. I get to be accountable for all of my actions, which sometimes is harder to look at than looking at your actions. If I say, look what you did, but don't look at the 42,000 things that I did. And then, (laughs) so I get to just open that up and say, I'm sorry and release all that shit. Release it. How did you know the exact numbers of crap I've done? <laughs> Forty-two thousand. How'd you know that, dude? Just you, had a wild guess. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> you know, um, thank you for sharing that with us, Christy. Mm, um, I have a similar, not too similar, but similar story. Mm. So yeah. this one's heavy for me, and uh, I don't. I can't promise I'm not going to get emotional on it, mm. but. I had a few things that I had drawn up in my head and I was going to put this one aside. And as I'm thinking about it, I really think for our, our listeners' sake that you really, get, you really get to know a little bit about Brandon and what forgiveness means to me. So I got married um, in 2006 to my ex-wife and uh, we had a fallen out, <clears throat> to say the least. And uh, I kicked her out of the house. Okay. Mm. Um, it was Christmas time. I kicked her out of the house. Um, I told her she had to go because some things had happened. It doesn't discussed on air, right? But some things had happened, and uh, I kicked her out. Wow. And uh, I didn't really care if she had anywhere to go. Mm. You know um, what she did um, was not forgivable. 
For me, for Brandon. For others, it could be. But for me, this one wasn't. Um, I have forgiven her since. I really want to put that out. No, I absolutely have. We've made, we've, we're friends, we're good. But at the time in 2006, remember it's 2021 now, it took a long time to forgive that (laughs) one. But like in 2006, 2007, 2008, um, it was a big different, big different brand in then. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, I didn't know where she was. Hmm. Like, of course, I still had a piece of my heart that cared for her. I married her. You know, I was in love with her. And uh, you were mad. Oh, so mad. And and I told her to leave. And, and um, I knew she had friends and cousins and a mom and all this that she could go to. Right. right. So I figured she'd be good. So about a week goes by. Um, I get deeper into my addiction, of course, yeah. um, because, you know, I didn't know anything about recovery back then. Um, I did, but I wasn't involved. Um, but uh, I found out that my mom and my sister housed her and her boyfriend. Mm, wow. Um, the person that, I'll just say, the person that she cheated on me with. Wow. Right? And uh, my mom and my sister, like, she has friends. She has all these things. And it was like, that was a major uh, betrayal to That's me. That's a big blow. It, it, it was right in the gut. And, you yeah. know, I, I really want to say this right now before I get on. I love my mom and my sister. Yeah. I really want to say that right now because this is going to be uncomfortable and we've worked through these things. Um, but um, I found out that she, that they housed her, like they homed her. They gave her a room. Like this is a girl that did the absolute worst thing to me, you know. Mm-hmm. And my mother and my sister are now housing her. And they're supposed to be on your side. They're supposed to be. They're they're my family. That's your my people. family. Yes. You know, and my heart was absolutely torn. Like it's wow. gonna. This is a big one, you guys. I'm sorry if I get a little emotional on this one, but like taking me back there, you know, like like that 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 messed with me a little bit. Yeah. Like now, who can I trust? Mm. Now, who's really got my back? And. Am I alone? Am I alone in this? Because my my brother and my father live totally different lives than I do. You know what I mean? And and I we're like like I told you like we were men in my family. You know what I mean? Like suck it up, boy. That's all I would yeah. have heard from them. You know what I mean? When at that time I needed affection. Right. I needed a shoulder to cry on. I needed my mom support. I needed my mom. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And at that time she wasn't there. Mm. Um. And. I about lost my shit on that one, man. I like I, I went to her house and I freaked out. I did the whole Jerry Springer show in her front yard and <laughs> oh, sorry, freaked Brandon. out and all that. Well, I'm trying to make light of a of a hard subject, yeah. so <laughs> I'm work with me, you guys. But like, I really, you know, and like <clears throat> walking in that house and seeing the stuff that I bought her decorated in in this room of my mother's house. Mm. Dude, I about lost it. Yeah, you know, I started throwing things. I broke the windows. I did all, you know, I did a lot of things, and I and it took a lot. For me to, and it took years. Mm. It didn't like, I was pissed at them for years, wow. you know? And um, once the pain from my ex-wife had gone and it was like behind me and I was like totally like over it. Yeah. Um, I was in jail and I wrote my mom and I asked her to put money on the phone so we can have a conversation. Mm. And uh, when I talked to her, you know, like. You don't know the other side of the story. You yeah. don't know, you know? And it's like, I didn't realize that I had made this this lady, this woman, a part of my family so much that they couldn't throw her away. And they loved her. They loved her, dude. You and know? You were and, using. And we, everybody was, right. you know? It's not just me. It was everybody. Yeah. And 
I didn't give a, I didn't give a hoot, dude. Yeah. Like I didn't care. Like love her all you want. Love her from a distance. Don't move her to hell in. Yeah. Right. Mm. So my mother and I had a conversation about that. Mm. And, uh, she said, son, I didn't even realize that I'd hurt you like that. Wow. You know? And, and you held on to that for a long time. I, I, I did. I didn't, I didn't talk to my sister until about four months ago about it. Okay. Mm. I, I still held animosity to my sister because my sister, my best friend. Yeah. You know, I held on to that for over 10 years and I just really, just recently brought this up to her. So that's why this one's important to me because I got the power to forgive and release the shit. Wow. You know, um, we've definitely moved on since then, but man, yeah. like I don't, if I didn't forgive them, if, yeah. if I didn't hold a conversation with them, then I would only be as sick as my secrets. Yeah. You know, I would still, I would still hold animosity and, and resentments and resentments. Dude, those are the one things that keep, it's like gas, dude. You mean it just, it hurts. It doesn't feel good. And when it comes out, nobody likes it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's what it is, dude. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's just an uncomfortable feeling. And it just festers and so takes my, all yeah. the joy away. So obvi- joy. obviously, um, as time had passed, um, my mom, you know, God bless her soul. I love her so much. She just, son, I didn't even realize that. Mm. I just didn't want her to be out on the streets with God knows who and whatever. And I didn't look at it like that. Right. Right. I didn't look at it like, damn, I brought this girl into our lives. I married her. I was with her for a few years before I married her. So like she was tight with our family and they didn't know the whole scenario. But the question is, is then why the hell did you move her boyfriend in? Mm. That was the question that I had to ask. And her boyfriend at the time was one of my long time childhood friends like mm. I've known him my entire life wow so she had a hard time telling him no because he was able to walk through my door when we were kids like yeah. sit down and stay overnight and not even ask he was a part of the family as well but that was that was the most I'm gonna use it you ready that was the most empowering moment I've had in a while wow. dude like that I, I and I just now realizing that as we're speaking about it right now like wow. like it was good to walk up and hug my mom again. Mm. I still was pissed at my sister, like, period. Like, <laughs> I still hung out with her. I still that, but I never talked to her about yeah. it. I, I did dirty shit to her to, to try to, you know, brother-sister love, brother-sister yeah. love. But, like, my mom, mm. right? Like, like, I was born without a mom. This lady had raised me. This right. lady was my mom. She gave me my Easter baskets, my tooth fairy money, you yeah. know, like, my Christmas presents. She put money on my books, you know what I mean? Like, this is my mom. Yeah. This only lady I know is my mom. And then it sounds like she did the best she could for at the moment. Yep, yep. And, you know. And, and sometimes we don't agree with the best that people do, but that's the best they right. possibly can do. Right. And so to wrap this little story up, my sister got out of prison a few weeks ago, about a month or so, two months ago or so or whatever it was. And, yeah. uh, you know, I had some clean time under my belt while she was in her active addiction and in prison. And. Um, she came up to the office and I pulled her to your office now and I had a conversation with her and I told her, I said, listen, I forgive you. Mm. I said, and I don't even, I don't even know. And I don't even still truly know if I, if I feel good about forgiving her, but I know that I forgave her, Yeah, you know, and I brought it up to her and, and, and watching my sister tear up Mm. because she's clean at the time, you know, she's still clean. Real feelings are going to be connected right now. Like, you're, yeah. she's going to feel this, and I'm going to make fucking sure of it, dude. Like, yeah. I want you to know exactly where I'm coming from, Caitlin. So that way, you and I can put this behind us, and we can have a relationship like mm. we have our entire life. Wow. You know? That's beautiful. And, 
And I got to tell you, like, our relationship is way different today. Yeah, yeah. she's out doing her thing, working, living, doing her, But, like, I can actually call her and look at her without disgust now. Yeah. You know? And I got to tell her why I did such nasty things to her as, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Retaliation. Retaliation. You know? Like, these were my retaliations to you, and this is why I did it. So I'm asking you to forgive me for these things. Mm, right? Yes. Because of something you've done for me that I'm going to forgive you for without you even having to ask. Mm. Without you having to ask. Yeah, because it's about you. It's about me. Yeah. You know? And uh, that's a personal one for me, you know? And that's that's the type of that's the type of forgiveness. That's the type of organic forgiveness that you get. You get to feel good about yourself when you're all when it's all said and done. Yeah, and and what's so great about it is that that's a lot of forgiveness, and it wasn't real super clean. You Mm-mm. still there's still stuff that doesn't mean Great that you point. can't forgive. Great there's still point. stuff, but it seems like you feel as clean about that that you felt in a long time. Yeah, it's one of those things where I can forgive you, but I don't have to forget it. Yeah, absolutely. you know, like I don't. I can forgive you. That's yes. uh, I'm asked by my higher power to forgive you. Yeah, you know. So, but that doesn't mean I'll ever ever forget it. Yeah. But it means I can put it away. Yes. I can put it away. It doesn't have to be in the forefront of your nope. mind every time you nope. see her. Nope. And it was probably one of like, I think I remember Stephanie when I walked in, like I was teared up. Yeah. You know, I was not feeling good about the whole situation, but it felt good. And it was a release that Brandon needed, you yes. know, like I was mad at her, dude, for years and years and years. And she didn't deserve, if I would have just grabbed my big boy pants a while ago and did this, none of all the other BS yeah. would have happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? So those are the I'm kinds proud of- proud of you, Brandon. <sighs> Thank That's you. That's a big deal. This was like, there's so much more in that story that I'm not going to bring up because it's not fair to other people that, that are involved in the story. Right. But like, this was a real, real, real situation for me that like, I really had to dig deep. Mm. So thank you because mm-hmm. I'm proud of myself today as well. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. Thank and, you. And then it's true that when we do things like that, we get to, we, we get to decide, do we want to be happy or not? We have choices today, a million choices. So we can say, yes, I want I want to make that effort to have a current relationship with this person, whatever that means. So, so can I ask you something about your mom? Yes. Okay. So when – I, I know you told the story about your mom when you were little. Yes. So – and you didn't know that person that Correct. did that horrible Correct. thing? Correct. Yep. So do, do you think it would have been different if you would have known them? You know, I was so young at that time. I can't honestly say yes or no, but I know that I lived with a lot of – Without, I didn't understand why it had happened. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you were young. I was five, dude. Like, but you did bring up something. Like, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to let you know something right now. Like, my mom got killed when I was a kid, and I, it took me till I was about 37 years old. Um, I'm going to, I read the book, The Shack. I really, really recommend that book to yeah, anybody out there. Read that book. I've read it probably 127 times and wow. it gave me a different feeling every time I read it. But <clears throat> that book allowed me to reach down deep in my soul and forgive that man. Yeah. I could see him anywhere and, and I would hug him. Wow. Like, and that's real stuff. Like That's huge. It, it, it's what we're called to do. Yes. And that's because you're like, if you let that go, then you can have peace in your heart. Yeah. Well, and you know, there's a bunch of other things. It's like... <clears throat> How many times I've been in a jail cell? 
asking God, please, God, just one more time. Just give me this one more time, right? Just, oh, if you if you just tell the, just put it on the judge's heart to just release me, I promise I'm going to go back and go to rehab, right? Like, like I wonder how many times someone has said that. Uh, Talk about 42 million, yeah, billion times. So there, there's that, right? It's yeah. like, so I have to think about it. Like, he's forgiven me yeah. for so many things, yeah. right? And I want to be just like him. So in order to do that, in order for God to redeem, I have to forgive. Yeah. You know? So that's where that was. And, and you it, get to forgive. Yeah. And, and it wasn't until about the 37th time I've turned those pages until I realized like, whoa, dude, I think this book is talking to me. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And, and and I read that book and I, I didn't just read it in the whole. I read it every time I finished it and I was done with the book. I couldn't find it. I would just read that book. Wow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because it, it really spoke to me in volumes about my life and about what matters to Brandon. And I'm telling you guys, like... That book is about forgiveness. It is. That totally. book is about forgiveness. It is. You know, so I'm glad that we brought this up because if you guys want to learn more about forgiveness and you have a higher power that you call God, then check that book out. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. that book will not sell you short. Yeah. Yeah. And then a lot of times if something tragic and really horrible like that happens, it's almost like, how do I forgive? Because that just means I'm I'm okay with that happening and that book or that movie will help will help you kind of um, work through that in a way that makes you feel peaceful. Right. And, you know, another thing you just, I just, I don't know what that dude was going through. Mm. You know how many bad things I've done because of situations that I put myself into? Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what was going on. I don't know the full story behind it. I just know what I know. And that goes back to the words that we use, compassion, acceptance, freedom, you know, it 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 helps you release the yep. anger and the stuff that you have in you. Yeah, and it starts with you. Empathy. It yes. starts with you. Yeah. you wow, know? that's beautiful, Brandon. Thanks and for sharing that. Thanks for thanks for t- having me talk about mm. it because I wasn't gonna. I know. <laughs> I but, thought, ooh, do I say something? But, but in, you know. in this little room, anything can happen. This is where the magic <laughs> happens. But, ladies and gentlemen, I, I really want to I really want to talk to you guys for a second. Like, a lot of the times. In life, like things aren't going to be easy. Things aren't going to be peaches and freaking cream. But before you go blaming anybody, mm. before you go making assumptions on somebody, I want you to get up and I want you to go to the mirror and I want you to take a look at yourself. Yep. I want you to look at the part you played in it. Because for a long time, I didn't even realize I had parts in some of the shit I did. I just did them because I was an idiot. You know, like my friend Marcus, like I didn't even know what I had done to him. Mm. Mm. So like when we talk about forgiveness, the first person I'll ever forgive is myself. Yes. Because I'm the one that did my shit. I'm the one that made the decisions. I chose to do those dumbass things. Yeah. You know, I can blame it on anybody I want. Right. But how am I ever, ever supposed to grow if I don't get real with myself? Right. That's true. Plain and simple. Yeah. Plain and simple. Perfect. Thanks for saying that. Yeah, absolutely. You guys are amazing. No, you are. <laughs> Thank you for sharing all of this today. I know this it was is our a pleasure. difficult subject that we've had in the mix for a while now. And I just appreciate your vulnerability. I know there are so many people out there that are going to relate to pieces of this story for sure. Um, as you guys know, uh, the 
producer of the podcast, and these opinions are Brandon and Christie's alone. It's awesome to be able to share, you know, what they've experienced and how they've grown in their recovery. And really, it's just about um, helping others, which is our whole intent. Yeah. So um, if you haven't liked or commented on our podcast, please and share do that. It. Please, please do. share. We're racking up some followers, which has been really cool. Um, we're on pretty much every platform. So if you cannot find us, just obviously if you're listening, you have. So that doesn't make <laughs> sense. But <laughs> it is. you can Google uh, Survivors of Addiction Podcast and it does come up. Gosh, that sounds so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, is there anything anyone would like to add? Yeah, I really do. And this has been on my heart for about a week and a half. You guys out there that are struggling, I want to let you know right now that I was in your shoes. Um, reach out. Um, ask for help. Um, find your local um, recovery organizations and, and, and get involved. Um, if I'm 41 years old. Um, and if I can do this, you guys you can do this. Yes. And, and that I can promise you. Yeah, and there's so many resources out there. If you don't live in Southern Oregon, that doesn't mean there's no resources. There is plenty. If you want to Everywhere. email us, we can help you find them in any state. But really, there's a lot of people. People are good. Even people that aren't in recovery want to help others. So reach out. You're worth it just to see um, who out there can give give you a little bit of time. Or yeah help you as a mentor or just listen and guide you in the direction that's going to allow you to be in the place that says, I want to forgive. I want to love myself. And that's the start of it. So you're you, worth it. You know, you just said something, Christy. I'm going to go ahead and do it. I'm going I'm, I'm to do it. Uh-oh. Brandon O at reclaiming-lives.org. If you yeah. guys have any questions, if you guys just need somebody to reach out and talk to somebody, Absolutely. I'm available. I'll be there for you. Um, I need to let you guys know right now that I'm not tech savvy whatsoever. <laughs> So he is a little more than he allow thinks. me allow me time for my chicken pecking on the keyboard and um, I will respond back to you guys. I love you guys so much guys. Thank you. Bye guys. Thank you. See you next time. <laughs>